Welcome into Potty Pod Football. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy, and it's been a minute just because there hasn't really been that much going on. We had our fantasy football draft. We'll have at least one more of those, um, if not more than that, because even though we haven't rec- we've only recorded one, um, it's an addiction, and I can't stop doing them. <laughs> yeah, you really are. <laughs> well, and I'm now a, I realize I'll, I'll do this with, you. with Sleeper because we used to use like. I used to use the was it the NFL fantasy app, which is just hot garbage and got worse every year. So I moved my the league I was a commissioner of to Sleeper, mm-hmm. and now yeah. if I do a mock, I can just send you an invite and we can do one together. And uh, yeah, that's, cool. that's way better. Yeah, and once we get our keepers in, it's going to be even more entertaining. Absolutely. Yep. Nope. Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. So camp has started. Um, Injuries have Finally. started piling up, and things are happening. Uh, we get our first preseason game tomorrow, although it's the it's the Hall of Fame game, so it's not. We yeah. you say it's a preseason game, but it's basically guys that will never see the field that are going to be out there. But it's football, so I'll be watching. Yeah, there's some backups that will play more snaps than you expect that are like second string. Mm-hmm. that are just fighting because they know there's some rookies <laughs> that could displace them. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we can look for, but uh, I'm with you. Hall of Fame game usually is a snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's usually pretty bad. Lots, a lot of backups. I mean, the special teams are probably the only ones that are going to have starters on there, uh, and they'll cool. only be starting on the special teams. But it's still football. I'm so excited. I've just got, like, NFL. I've got NFL Network just playing in the background at all times. Sometimes volume on, sometimes volume off. It doesn't matter. It's just there, and it's accessible, and I love it. But we want to kind of go over some of the news, some of the things that we've noticed so far, um, and some kind of uh, some of the predictions that we have for, for the upcoming season, uh, both team and player-based. And then we are working on our uh, what we think each team is going to finish. Uh, we've got the schedule up. We've got to go through and... Uh, and say what we think we're, they're going to do, but I kind of want to. I want to watch at least one preseason game where they're actually playing people to kind of get a better idea. Maybe get another week of camp in, um, see what other pertinent injuries are going to come through before I start solidifying because uh, we part. take that way too much, way too seriously, and uh, it's a <laughs> point of contention for the rest of the season between us. And then we we see how we did halfway, and then at the end of the season. So it's very very critical that we get this one hundred percent right. That's correct. <laughs> well, As we usually do. Yeah. So for today, we've got a few talks, topics we want to go over. We want to kind of talk about who do we think are some of the most improved teams, um, teams that got worse, uh, rookies that we think will make an impact, some t- the top gems that we think were grabbed in free agency, um, and then what teams made the playoffs last year that won't and who we think will take their place. So Yeah, basically an off-season recap here Yeah. Uh, before we start the season. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into it. Andy, uh, most improved teams, what do you got? I mean, the most obvious is Jets right off the yeah. bat. They, they added Aaron Rodgers. They went from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> from busted rookie to Hall of Fame quarterback. So not only did they grab him, but he was able to pull in some of his buddies and some people like Alan Lazard and Nicole Hardman to help bolster that wide receiving core across from uh, uh, Garrett Wilson. So... Um, that was that was huge, and then not just not just that, but 
the uh, draft that the Jets had was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that's another one that uh, I think that team is going from worst to first. Uh, I think they have a potential to beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I kind of struggled with that when we were talking about teams that made the playoffs that might not. I think the Bills mm-hmm. might still make the, the, you know, still in the wild card. But the AFC is, it's tough. Like it's there's a lot of hard good teams that are on the AFC. I think the NFC is a little bit weaker, but there's a ton of talent on that side. There is. I mean, uh, you know, I, I mentioned a good draft, but what's interesting about them is they've had such good drafts lately that. You know, guys you and I really liked, like Will McDonald in the draft in the first round mm-hmm. and uh, Joe Kittman in the second mm-hmm. round. Um, they're not even necessarily starters yet. Uh, I think they it could be uh, quickly, but they're just rotating in to spell really good vets they've got. So, I mean, that just, that just makes this a really dangerous team. I mean, the team's got depth now, and like I said, veteran quarterback leadership. So, and even though he's a weirdo, <laughs> he's a he's a no doubt weirdo. Uh, he's gonna probably lead them to a lot of victories, and they haven't even added Dalvin Cook yet, who is supposedly there. And we, we'll talk about that later. Uh, will they won't they sign him? But it's it's a good possibility. Yeah, so that that make him even more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jets made my honorable mention. Um, I, I I I had seven teams, and then I had to whittle it down. Uh, so I got, I got, because we said the top four. So I got four, and then I put Jets as honorable mention because, for all the reasons you said. Adding Aaron Rodgers, like they had a lot of talent last year, but their quarterback was so bad. Their defense was amazing, but they couldn't get anyone to get the ball out. Um, Zach Wilson hit the bench uh, very quickly into the season, and Mike White came out and bless his heart, he tries his best, but he's he's one of those guys that's better than a backup, but not quite a starter. And there's a lot yeah. of those guys. Case Keenum is kind of like the poster boy. I feel like for that, I've always kind of compared people to, uh, you know, for that level. And while mm-hmm. they're great and they're great to have on the team, um, you have to, you need a, you need a better starter, uh, especially this year with uh, Brees Hall starting off on the pup list. Now they said he's going to be ready week one. That makes me nervous, just because when you try to come back too quickly, you can end up injuring other things because the muscles around that have taken a lot of damage too just trying to from the injury and then trying to come back so that makes me nervous i still like you know bam knight and michael carter are fine rotational backups but not having Brees hall is going to be it, it, we'll see where that goes but aaron Rodgers is a huge step up for them yeah um Absolutely. so my one of mine is the bears and i think this is going to be a lot yeah, of people yeah this is not going to be a surprise to anyone they really did a good job of retooling. Now, should they have taken Bryce Young or traded away? We'll see. I mean, they got a haul for trading that first overall pick, one of which being DJ Moore, which is huge because they never really had a number one pick. They traded a second-round pick for Chase Claypool midway through the year, which seemed really stupid now because it was basically another first-round pick. And Chase Claypool yeah. is worth maybe a third. Um, they have Darnell Mooney. Um, Equimania St. Brown's fine backup. Bayless Jones is really more of a special teamer. But I like Tyler Scott that they got in the fourth. They've got a decent receiving core when you include Cole Komet. Uh, and another issue was their their offensive line. Well, they get Braxton Jones. So they trade back, get probably the best tackle, left tackle in the, the draft. They move Tevin Jenkins to guard. 
which is interesting because he's a big he's a big space eater, said, and then they get Darnell Wright about, as well. Yeah, I think you meant Darnell Wright. Braxton That's who I meant. Yeah, they got Braxton Jones last year. Yeah, Darnell Wright, <laughs> yeah. who was probably the best yeah. right tackle uh, in the in the draft, and then picked up Nate Davis from Tennessee. They they've improved that offensive line significantly, and now you're going to see Justin Fields is either going to I mean, he's got all the tools to succeed now. It's kind of on him. Now, the defense is still going to struggle because they focused on offense. They got a few things. They're going to shut down the run no, that, with Zach yeah, Pickens they, they and Gervon Dexter. They added TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. As well. Yeah, that's a uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, so a couple good linebackers. That's true. And Jack uh, Sanborn. I like Jack Sanborn, too, who I think they got last year's uh, undrafted free agent. I love their linebacker yeah. core. Yeah, and, and Noah Sewell, I think, was potentially one of the gems of the draft too. So, I think, uh, yeah, I think they've done a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then depth at uh, in the interior defensive line, I really like with Zach Pickens and Jervon Dexter. Yeah, both of them are, are really solid interior D linemen. I believe at least one of them is going to pop and be really good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I like that. The only place that I think there was like a a potential, at least a temporary downtick would be running back because they had David Montgomery, of course, and they got rid of him. But they did bring in Deontay Foreman to help uh, Herbert, who is a very solid uh, backup running back starter for the Panthers last year. Uh, but also Roshan Johnson, who yeah. could be a real steal in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Like if there's – he's actually my top pick for like mid-round pick steal at running back. Um, I think he has a chance to be just a, a true bruiser. So – uh, yeah, so I, don't, I, I say right now they downgraded at running back, but we'll see uh, what Roshan Johnson ends up being. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like it's. I liked David Montgomery. He had some injury issue stuff. Khalil Herbert came in and did very well last year. I like Deontay Foreman, and like you said, all the things about Roshan Johnson. So I feel like it's more of a committee going into this year. Yeah. Who I think they're going to do with a hot hand, but I think Roshan Johnson's the starter by the end of the season. Definitely on like going carries and stuff. Yeah. I, I see them rota- bringing it in. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I would say like I have them. So they're my number two pick for mm-hmm. most improved team is the Bears. Same thing we just went through, obviously. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, I think the Bears are going to have a big turnaround in win total. Plus, I think Fields is kind of getting it finally by the end of the season. So um, I think they know what to do with him. So uh, yeah, I think overall, I think this is going to be a much improved team. Agreed. Uh, all right, who's your next one? So, since so I was second, uh, my my third pick is uh, the Texans, and that's not a homer pick. I truly think uh, the amount of of improvements they had at each roster spot across the board was just significant. Um, C.J. Stroud, of course, uh, the one everybody's going to talk about, and and he will be, in my opinion, an enormous upgrade at quarterback. Um, but I mean, I think I counted, uh, I counted ten positions that improved this offseason. So, and that's not including that we got John Mechie back from uh, uh, cancer, um, and reports and videos showing his he's got his quickness and his speed. He looks good. He's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like Tank Dell and Xavier Hutchison as uh, a couple uh, mid round, mid to late round picks that I think both have a chance to be significant role players going forward. Um, and then, of course, Willie Anderson. I mean, Willie Anderson uh, to anchor the pass rush, uh, which we haven't had yeah. in a couple of years. Um, you're going to have Willie Anderson across from Grenard and, and Jerry Hughes. 
and Sheldon Rankins uh, and Ridgeway helping in the center of the defensive line. So the defensive line, their front four just got dramatically better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emily Denzel Perryman. Yeah, Emily Collins. But uh, Denzel Washington coming in. Uh, Denzel Washington. <laughs> Denzel Perryman, sorry. Oh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, so it's training day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like Corey Littleton too. Is I mean, he's fine. He's not like going to be a game changer, but as your your uh, I, they have him right now as the the, the Sam linebacker. Starting I think he'll end up being the yeah. will. But um, yeah, I like him. Jimmy Ward was a great addition. Jimmy coming Ward into, is a captain on the defense right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. And this is yeah, basically the the 49ers defense in the South. Uh, they don't have quite the horses. On the on the D line that they did in San Francisco, which is what they it, what they kind of did mm-hmm. in San Francisco, it's who your front seven are: pressure, pressure, pressure. You need a good safe. You need a couple of good safeties, and the corners just need to be decent. Whereas ours is, it's a good secondary with Stingley, who I think will make huge improvements this year. Desmond King, who is a great nickel. Jalen Petrie, who I think makes huge strides, and then Jimmy Ward, who's been solid, and then Stephen Nelson or Shaq Griffin will be the other one. And so I think you might get more sacks just from coverage. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And then we just kind of glossed over an offense that they signed three-time Pro Bowler Shaq Mason yeah. <laughs> and the top tight end in free agency, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Uh, so two two more uh, big hitters that are going to be immediate starters. And then uh, as a spell, uh, Devin Singletary. Yeah, uh, I like to that. back up a platoon with Damian Pierce is mm-hmm. going to be huge for this team. So, uh, yeah, overall, uh, I just think this is this was an amazing uh, upgrade this year. And I'm not putting them in, you know, you know, major uh, playoff contention, yeah. go deep. But yeah, but I, I really like the the upgrades here. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I actually had them. I have them as well. I have the Texans, and I think we'll probably agree on the next one as well, which is um, I have the Falcons. I thought the Falcons no, did a yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people were like, "What are you last year? What are you doing?" Because they weren't using Kyle Pitts; they were using him to block more and not really pe- catch passes. They didn't really. I mean, they had Marcus Mariota for most of the season, but and you, I know a lot of people, and you had said this is why don't you put in Desmond Ritter? Why don't you put in Desmond Ritter? There's no reason. Wait, you, you can wait a while. Wait till the end of the season. You're not playing for, you're not playing for anything last year. You're playing for the future. And uh, I think having him have a few games uh, at the end of the season, he didn't do anything too great, but I think he'll be better. I think he'll be able to at least be decent this year. And with all the talent around him, it makes sense. you got Drake London, so you got your number one wide receiver. Um, Matt Collins is fine. Scotty Miller is fine. Um, but you've also got Kyle Pitts, who's going to be a receiver much more this year because you don't need him as much to, to – Stay in and block because you have Jonu Smith, who's now back with Arthur Smith. Uh, of course, Jonu mm-hmm. went off when he was with the Titans, which is where Arthur Smith was the tight end coach. So I'm very excited about that. That's you could see a lot of 21 personnel here because it's going to keep offenses guessing: is are they going to pass it and use those tight ends, or are they going to stay in and block for Bijan Robinson, their number one pick in the draft? Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's not forget. They got Jeff Akuda for a ham sandwich, yeah, uh, which is understandable because the dude is Mr. Glass. But um, if he is able to play uh, and be healthy for you know any number of games, I mean, they literally got him for a ham sandwich. 
and he is going to be able to play as the second corner across from AJ Terrell. So, mm-hmm. uh, and they already have a really strong uh, couple safeties. So, I mean, really this could be a, a you really yeah, this could be an incredible secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I, I still don't love their pass rush. Calais Campbell's good. I feel like he's getting pretty old, but uh, Bud Dupree's. He's not going to, but Calais uh, Campbell won't be so much the pass rush because they're they're going to run a three four. It'll be Bud Dupree and Lorenzo Carter from the Giants, but I think Arnold Ebiketti, who was yeah. a little bit raw last year, will take a step up this year. That that would that would be big for them, and I do love the addition of David Anamiata um, mm-hmm. from the Saints as as no tackle. So yeah. he's he's a solid solid player. So yeah, that those are those are just some big uh, you know improvements that they made. I'll say, uh, along with – I'll throw Matt Bergeron in. Uh, I mean, he's not a guarantee yet. He's a second-round pick. I, I like guard, him. But I like that they're starting yeah, him at guard because I didn't want him to start at tackle. I mm-hmm. think he'll end up being able to yeah. play tackle and probably ends up taking over for, uh, I don't know, maybe Caleb McGarry or I, I don't know the contract situation with Jake Matthews. But that's a yeah. solid, solid guard. That's that's good offensive line right there. Yeah, no, I, and they needed it for mm-hmm. a quarterback. So, or, well, you know, second-year quarterback, so – no, I love it, and then obviously giving him B. John Robinson, my God. So yeah, uh, yeah this is going to be this is going to be a fun team to watch. Also, sneaky, you know that Mac Mac Collins signing. I like that a lot. So uh, we'll see. I'm not expecting them to like you know go deep deep in the playoffs, but uh, or anything. But I, I mean, I think they're they made a huge jump forward yeah. from where they were. And in that division, it's very winnable. Yeah, that's true. That division's a, a hot mess. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think last year the Bucks just squeaked it one, squeaked out the the division win to make it to the playoffs. But they, I think they're the worst team in that division now this year. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. All right. Uh, so we had pretty much the same ones, except I had the Jets as my honorable mention because my other one is the Steelers. I thought the Steelers did a really good job. Um, I liked it. I I didn't like that they didn't address the offensive line so much in the previous year, but they go out and in the first round they get Broderick Jones, who is an amazing left tackle. And a lot of people want him to say, take Joey Porter Jr. He, his dad was an alum. They needed a corner and it made sense, but I felt like it was a little high. Well, they end up going and get him at the top of the second, come back and get Keanu yeah. Benton, who you and I love, love on the defensive yeah. line. And uh, that was their biggest issues. They needed help at offensive line, uh, interior defensive line, and corner. Well, they addressed all of those, and then in the offseason, they also brought in uh, James Daniels, Isaac Ciamolo, uh, to help That's the big one. bolster the Isaac interior. C- yeah, Isaac Ciamolo is a, is a perennial pro bowler. Mm-hmm. The dude is a stud mm-hmm. anchor as a left guard, and, and we already know Mason Cole's decent. Uh, he's not great. He's decent. But uh, So, yeah, having, having someone that good there, uh, along with Broderick Jones, that left side just got solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to make Najee Harris's uh, game uh, improve dramatically, as well as Kenny Pickett when he decides to run. Uh, so yeah, no, I and I loved loved that pick, and then Allen Robinson also uh, at receiver, adding as a third yeah. receiver. Yeah, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, we'll see if Calvin Austin can make the step forward this year. I think George Pickens is going to be huge this year. I he's think he's going to have a really good year, and I think Kenny Pickett so takes too. a step forward. I think Najee Harris takes a step forward as well because he's got a better offense. Yep. Last year, he every time he hit that offensive line, it was just stopped or he'd get hit in the backfield. 
that, well, that's the thing. Yeah, first contact was like half a yard behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, on like every play. So like everything he got was after contact. Poor, poor dude. Yeah, and then if that wasn't enough, because they don't want to, they've got Pat Fryermuth, who's a great tight end, but you don't want him to stay in and have to block the whole time. So they go out and get Darnell Washington, who's basically a, another lineman. And so Fryermuth again, like the Falcons, I could see a lot of twenty-one personnel here running two tight end sets, and it's tough because. You don't know who they're going to throw to, but you get to put your best players out on the field because they're not that deep at wide receiver. Deontay Johnson's a little... He has had some injuries in the um, in the preseason so far. Allen Robinson coming off of a really weird year with the Rams. Um, yeah. So you can run with two wide receivers, two tight ends, and just have Najee Harris. And I think they're going to have Jalen Warren kind of work in a, uh, a little bit more than Najee this year. But Now, did you see the Darnell Washington camp news no what it was so funny oh my god so you know each each position they grab they get basically a packet when they're when they're new to the team and it's saying like look all right you're you're a lineman this is what we expect you to come into camp ready to do like mm-hmm. you have to be able to run this fast of 40 you need to be able to lift this much weight like this is the condition you need to be in at the start of camp and so he grabbed darna washington grabbed his and got had to get a, a special trainer to help him because he was like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> he got a special trainer and he got himself in perfect shape to come in and, and crush the test, except he realized he had grabbed the wide receivers. <laughs> he, he, he's like, they want me as another lineman, but I've got to run a 4 four five forty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, at this point? <laughs> So that's impressive. They said, "Yeah, he came in just fast as hell for a guy his size." So uh, he's been practicing it the, the whole offseason, and then they just laughed at him. They're like, "Dude, you have the wrong packet." Oh <laughs> my god, that that guy's gonna be a beast. Yeah, he's gonna be a beast. I think so. I think he could be a problem. Mm-hmm. I really do. That's that's. I, I agree with you. I mean, I think uh, I, this this team like kind of went over my head for a minute, but yeah, I think this could be. A really interesting one to watch going yeah. forward. Also, Nick Herbig in the fourth, I think, will is going to be great rotation behind Alex uh, Highsmith on the edge. So, yeah, this is a sure. team that like they don't, they haven't. I, I don't think they've ever had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. Last year being the last two years being the real test, and I I like a lot of their they are they've got some young talent. Like you look at some of the they like TJ Watts, the old guy. And then a lot of their starters, yeah. they've got, uh, I guess, Cam Hayward, too. But he's still production. Yeah, there's still production from him. So this is – I'm intrigued to see where they end up uh, – how they end up doing. But, my God, that division, I, yeah. I don't know who wins that division. I would take the field, I think, over the Bengals that someone oh, wow. else does. Like wow. if my, I, I, But, I mean, I get the Ravens, Browns, or Steelers. And I think one of those yeah, yeah, yeah. over the Bengals. One of them will emerge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if I mean, Watson, obviously, if he can return to his old form, that team is just ridiculous on paper. Yeah. And uh, and obviously, Lamar Jackson uh, finally get to see how he can throw the ball. And they say Odell Beckham's looking really good in camp. Yeah. So uh, that could be an interesting – because you really don't know what to expect from that offense. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of interesting potential. But uh, it's a hard division, man. Yeah. You better stay healthy. Yeah. Whoever's healthy wins is, is what it's going to come down to. Yeah. Um, what All teams right. got so let's worse? Because that's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I love, uh, let's let's make fun of some people since it's usually us. Immediately, uh, you got to say Raiders because they're just such a dumpster fire. Oh, I mean, my God, yes. how Josh McDaniels keeps getting jobs is absolutely beyond me. I agree. And is he the GM too? Like, who's the GM there that made some of these decisions? I, I, uh, he might be. I forget who. I, I, I have to look and see because I don't even remember who their GM is now. Yeah, I mean placeholder. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because uh, so they so they lose. They finally bring in Devontae Adams. You give Derek Carr a good uh, receiving threat, and then they get rid of Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. So they've got Jimmy Garoppolo, and don't forget Brian Hoyer. So all all the uh, Pat uh, the Patriots rejects they can find uh, to battle it out for quarterback. Um, Josh Jacobs is upset on a one year deal. Yep. Uh, they brought in. What Jacoby Myers to be a difference maker on this offense? Uh, okay. I, I don't like it. I, yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't like his offensive line. They, they didn't um, do anything. They didn't improve that offensive line at all. I mean, well, at all. Yeah, I mean, I think Dylan Parham, who was a third round pick from last year, will will be able to maybe produce be more. Yeah. But the entire from the center on to the right side, it's a mess. Yeah, it, it really is. Lose Darren I mean, Waller and Foster Moreau. Well, they bring, they brought in Austin Hooper and Michael Mayer. All right. Yeah, I mean those are those are solid. Yeah, I th- I I think you know he'll be a really good tight end, and Austin Hooper already is a good tight end. Um, but I to lose Darren Waller for these guys, ugh, I don't know. They lost Darren Waller. Yeah, I, I'd rather have Darren Waller defense, than Austin Hooper. Yeah, defense. That their big ad is, of course, Tyree Wilson, who's still injured. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and that could be that could be an amazing pick. We'll see. But so far, like, I'm just not convinced. Yeah. And I, I'm the only the only really positive addition is Marcus Peters. Yeah. I think he's going to be a difference maker at, at corner for them. Um, but they're in a division where they're going to play against really great quarterbacks that can that don't need to rely on whoever Marcus Peters is covering. So, mm-hmm. good luck, <laughs> good luck. I think the Raiders got got worse in an already great division. Yeah, yeah, that was so foolish. Um, my next one, I think, would be the Titans. That offensive line. I mean, they added Peter Skronsky, okay, yeah. which I thought was a good move. They have they yeah. added Andre Dillard as a left tackle who couldn't play left tackle for the Eagles and struggled to play left guard there, and now he's their starting left tackle. I don't like the rest of their offensive line. Their receivers, they did bring in DeAndre Hopkins because as much as Hopkins said he wanted to win somewhere, you don't go to the Titans and want to win. That was, he was getting, they offered him the most money. So it's him and Traylon Burks, and you can Mm -hmm. say Westbrook Akini, but I think the other, their third receiver is going to be Aconquo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and then you know, obviously you got Derrick Henry, but I mean, this is—I'll say it—I think this is the year he's going to start disappearing. We've been saying that for um, three years, though. I have, but yeah. last year he did get injured uh, for the first time in a while, um, and I—I I mean, I think he's showing signs of getting worn down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just—it it was just impossible mathematically yeah. for him to keep this up, and, and last year finally happened. Uh, this year. They did get somebody to, to help out with uh, Tajay Spears, who I do like. I just thought with all the help they needed, that was an odd choice in the third round. Yeah. Because um, I like Hassan Haskins. So I do too. It was just odd that they that they burned a, a third on a running back when their offensive line is shambles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that was odd. You know, they, they didn't really bring in anybody. Well, I guess 
Yeah, they didn't bring anybody to replace uh, uh, oh their linebacker that they just lost to the Steelers. Um, oh well, they brought in Arden Key. Yeah, so Arden Key is there. Uh, and Aziz Al Shahir from San Francisco, I think, has got some talent. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, the, so no, no, their secondary is stacked, and Vrabel will get sure. the most out of that defense. But that offense mm-hmm. is just—they got Tim Kelly as their offensive Ooh. coordinator now, and we saw him in Houston, and it was kind of a mess. Yeah. And Will Levis. Will Levis is their big quarterback of the future that they added. Uh, they just like burning early picks on bad receivers. So a bad quarterback. Uh, yeah. They, <laughs> Because yeah, they got Malik Willis yeah. in the third the year before, and they got Will Levis this past year, and I I don't think Will Levis will be ready till next year to play. If Tannehill goes down, this is going to be interesting because they're either going to put in Will Levis or Malik Willis, and I, I they don't like Malik Willis. Yeah, no, they clearly don't like him. Yeah, and I, there's other GMs who were on record today. Well, today the story was published uh, saying. They don't think Tannehill is good enough to be a starter anymore. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, he's he's gone downhill, and and their backup plan is Will Levis. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, my only other one that I could find was the Cardinals, but I feel like that's almost by design, uh, just because they are clearly tanking for Caleb Williams. Uh, Kyler Murray's hurt; he probably won't play this year. I think they trade Wait, him somebody? at the end of the year. Colt McCoy will be playing this year. Uh, I did like that they got – so they traded – the Texans traded the up to the third pick, and they got a lot of stuff for it, and I think it was beneficial for both. We'll see how it plays out. But they got Paris Johnson Jr., who's a great tackle. They're starting him at right um, because they have DJ Humphrey at left. I think Paris Johnson could probably play guard or tackle, and I think he'll do well there. I think you're right. I like Michael Wilson if he can stay healthy. Um, James Conner I think is still solid. I like the B.J. Ojolari pick. I think he'll end up being a captain by the end of next year. I like the Owen Papo pick, although he might end up being more special teams. Um, Clayton Toon was interesting in the fifth, but they kind of pick stuff for the next year, and they're going to have two first-round picks next year. So, I yeah, I mean, they're worse, but I think by design. Yeah, I mean, I just – I don't – can they even tank for the quarterback? Because I think – didn't they just sign – a massive guaranteed deal with Kyler Murray? They, uh, they signed it. Uh, I, I don't think, think they can get out of it for like two more years. Like they're paying him a fortune. Yeah. Uh, so and, and I will say, Kyler Murray apparently told them, you get Paris Johnson. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that at three. That's not what we're doing. And... Uh, or, or whatever pick they were at, you know. And then they traded with us, yeah, with the Texans. Uh, but then, and obviously they didn't grab a, a Paris Johnson, and Kyler Murray was losing it. They're like, calm down, calm down. And then they traded up and got him anyway. <laughs> really? Uh, traded back up, I should say. Yeah, it got Paris Johnson anyway. So uh, he does finally have himself. I mean, Paris Johnson to me feels like the first Laramie Tunzel in a while. Mm-hmm. Like, he looks like an instant stud. Yeah. Like, like some of the others like we're talking about, like Darnell Wright and Bravik uh, Jones look really good, but like this Paris Johnson looks like a can't miss. Yeah. Uh, which is famous last words, but he looks like a can't miss. Gigantic. So, he's such a six, massive six, human three, being. 13. Oof, my God. Yeah, he's he's a massive athletic human being. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I like some of their picks, but they don't, you got to keep in mind, they lost J.J. Watt to retirement. 
They lost Zach Allen uh, to free agency. They lost DeAndre Hopkins. They they uh, they lost Christian Kirk the year before. So yeah, like you said, they're tanking. Um, it's just to they me, still got like, Greg Dorch. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Zach Pascal. Oh, they're fine. No, they're good. Pascal <laughs> of mathematics fame. All right. Uh, but yeah, this will be. Yeah, this is this will be a train wreck for the this season. In my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Um, did you have any other teams you think you'll get that'll get worse? Uh yeah. So I've got. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Packers. Packers okay. right off the bat, just because they they lost Aaron Rodgers uh, and Alan Lazard. We don't have to go too much further into that one. Um, but my other one that is a little controversial, uh, <laughs> you may disagree with, is the Lions. Um, yeah, I do. Disagree. Now I still think they're good. <laughs> I still think they're good. I just think they they downgrade a little bit. They lost some talent. Their big ad was Jack Campbell in the first round, which I really thought was a reach there. As much as I like, I like Jack, Jack Campbell, Campbell. yeah. I see. Yeah, I, like, I really like him. But they got Jack Campbell, Brian Branch, Jameer Gibbs, and Sam Laporta. Whatever rounds they got them in, they got the, that core of guys, and they got Hendon Hooker, who will be able to come back, uh, who will be able to cut start in like a year or two for them. I, I thought their draft was good. Some of the picks were like Broderick Martin at nose tackle. All right. I mean, they only make so many people that big that can play nose tackle, so we'll see how that looks. But... I thought they'd get better, and I mean, we thought they were going to get um, Jameson Williams back this year, but because this is the gambling, they'll get him back yeah. in six games. I on the other side of Amon Ross, St. Brown, they lost three receivers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like it. I, I think they're going to be good. I mean, they picked up David Montgomery, and they've got Jameer Gibbs. And I think Craig Reynolds is a good, good depth. He's, he's decent depth, yeah. But they lose DeAndre Swift and, J- and uh, that's fine. Uh, Jamal, Jamal I think, Williams. I think David Montgomery uh, is an upgrade beyond uh, over DeAndre Swift. He had poor vision and was injured all the time. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't agree. Okay, <laughs> but I can see why you said it. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously T.J. Hawkinson turning into Sam Laporta. Uh, I'm not excited about that. He may end up being good. But he's a rookie tight end, second round. I pick. like Laporta. I don't. I think that was a little early to grab him, and I don't know that he's going to do anything year one. So I'm not. I don't think that they're a worse team overall for the future. But for this year, I feel like they just they kind of. I don't know. They made some odd choices that I feel like uh, yeah. they could have made some better ones. The only one that was a big win was C.J. Gardner Johnson to replace Jeff Akuda. Uh, which obviously Akuda, I get why you had to trade him, but mm-hmm. they tra- they traded him for a ham sandwich. So yeah, yeah. I, some of the decisions just seem odd. You, you probably know, weren't going to get. I mean, Akuda's played what six games in mm-hmm. three years. You probably weren't yeah, going to get much like for that. him, and they just got to clean. They had to clean stuff up. I don't have a problem with it, but yeah. All right, yeah. we'll see. I mean, I think that division just, is a little bit tougher than it was last year. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, don't know. I just wouldn't say they got better. Is all you see yeah, what I'm saying? I think I they got, got a little worse in a good division. So yeah, we'll see. But uh, in the in the future, though, I still think they're setting up really well. Yeah. I, especially Hernan Hooker. If he can be good, great. I'm actually intrigued a lot by the Packers and what they look like. I think they're going to do a similar intrigued, 21 but... personnel um, and try to run it more. I think. Um, Matt LaFleur always wanted to run it more, but he had Aaron Rodgers and had to contend with it. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what Jordan Love will be. We'll, you know, we'll see. Of course, it all hinges That's a on huge that. Question. Yeah, and of course, yeah. he's not Aaron Rodgers, 
But I think with that defensive talent, which they bolstered, and that offensive talent, which outside of quarterback, I feel like they bolstered, um, I think they'll be able to. I think they'll be able to be decent enough. Yeah, uh, their big issue is that they had a lot of whiffs of the draft last year. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think Romeo Dobbs is that great. I don't think he's going to be. I love Christian Watson. I do think he's going to turn yeah. out to be really solid. I love Jaden like um, Reed. Jaden Reed was Jayden my guy. Reed. I remember going into the draft. Yeah, he could be good. Uh, Second he, round, too, though. It seems like some of these guys a little earlier than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Devontae Wyatt was a big one that, that hurt him by, yeah. well, just being bad. Um, so they need they need to get some better play out of existing players. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise they're – I think there's the potential for them to be better, but as of right now, on paper, they lost Aaron Rodgers and they replaced them with Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean that's no, that's fair. That's very good fair. Luck. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'd agree with that. All right. Um, next is rookies that we think will make an impact, the most impact year one. Um, some of these I think we're gonna we're gonna oh, be yeah. in agreement on. Uh, Bijan being, I think, the first and most, just because yes. that game changer. Yeah, they were running the ball very, very well last year with Cordero Patterson, a converted wide receiver, and Tyler Algier, a fifth-round running back. Who I actually like, and I think he'll, I think he'll still get touches this season. I think sure. they'll rotate him in because you don't want to, you don't want to bell cow your guys into the ground too much to start with. But I think Bijan's going to be a good portion of that offense. Yeah, and they extended Chris Lindstrom, mm-hmm. uh, their right guard, and they signed Matthew Bergeron to be the left guard, or drafted, I should say. Um, so, yeah, the, the interior is solidifying. Um, they've got threats at receiver, you know, with the, with the new uh, uh, with the quarterback out there. So, uh, yeah, I think Bijan is just going to have a feast. <laughs> He's going to, and I don't like, I don't like to put rookies in the Hall of Fame as, as much as most. Like, there's a lot of these guys that. People automatically go, well, you know, you got this guy. He's the fifth round pick or the fifth pick overall. It's like that doesn't mean anything yet. Yeah, we, we already know half of these people will bust. Yeah, guaranteed, half will bust. Happens every single year. Whoever the Raiders draft, uh, so, you know, will bust. <laughs> they will bust. Uh, you know, but Bijan just just screams absolute game changer mm-hmm. day one. So totally agree. Yeah, I feel like running backs can convert if if you know if you can see that they have vision. They yeah. convert to the NFL a lot better. Like Trent Richardson never had vision; he just had the Alabama offensive line that just opened gaping holes for him. But um, yeah, I think sure. Bijan is yep. going to transfer well. Um, yeah, who's your next one? Okay, my next one's going to feel like an pick. It's not uh, Will Anderson. Yeah, me too. Um, reason uh, I, I'm already hearing huge things out of camp about this guy just being a constant problem. His work ethic is incredible. Uh, I think uh, D'Amico Ryan said, I think he was going to punch me in the face when I told him he had to take a rip off. <laughs> uh, which love to hear all that. Um, and the reason I have it as, as the most impact is I believe the Texans have a really solid secondary, Yeah. Um, especially after the additions this year. Uh, and then the changes they're making with like allowing Steamley to actually play man. You know, I, I think that, yeah, their secondary solid, but any secondary, doesn't matter how good they are, will be not great if there's no pass rush uh, and quarterbacks have all day. So uh, Will Anderson being able to help, you know, Jerry Hughes being the secondary pass rusher for us, um, that's going to change 
I think, a lot of our defense and allow us to be opportunistic. So, yeah, I think Will Anderson's huge, huge impact for the whole overall defense. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you, too. I have him as well. I think he's going to be – they had no pass rush, and now that I think he's going to be huge. I mean, they traded <laughs> now, that much to now move they up. they have a pass rush. Yeah, they have a <laughs> pass right. rush, yeah. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. yeah I'm, I'm with you on that one. Um, someone who I have, which, uh, boy, I think I might we might have whiffed going into the draft, is Quentin Johnson, from what I'm hearing from camp. Like, he's doing so well that they're moving, they might move Mike Williams to slot so that they can move Quentin Johnson to the outside. And you and, you and I liked his measurables and everything going into it. The problem was it seemed like he got shut down in the national championship game. But that could have also been bad quarterback play because they had a bad quarterback. Um, he also seemed to catch a lot with his body as opposed to his hands, which is a teachable a thing. Game. And once they teach that, when you're 6'3 and can go up and get the ball uh, with your hand, that's a game changer. So, going from... I mean, I guess it's coachable, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, but like, is it? <laughs> like, shouldn't you already know that by the time you're the pros? Like, yeah. I feel like that's a big part of your game that you're now having to totally change uh i mean you may be right i've, I've heard some of the same things um but yeah i don't here's what the only reason i didn't put him as, a, as an impact player because i have heard what you heard was just because if i'm looking at the most impact like the the chargers receiving core was not their problem you know i mean i mean they definitely had injuries mm-hmm. but that wasn't what stopped them from winning games They're, they were having problems winning games for a couple of reasons, but it was really mainly on the defensive side. So whether they have a huge turnaround or not to me is going to depend on can they fix up that defense because that was awful. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see them with Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator yeah, who yeah. likes to bomb the bomb the ball down the yeah. field. Yeah, yeah, it's a trio of just insanely gifted receivers and a good running back yeah so, yeah it could be a lot of fun the bad news though is he's still on the same team he's still on the team with his quarterback max duggan from tcu <laughs> granted he's a well, third stringer and he was a seventh round pick but that's funny <laughs> well you know if uh if something happens to uh herbert at least if dugan comes in he already knows one of his receivers there you the go. Timing, so yeah yeah <laughs> silver lining yeah um who's your next one Oh man, the next one is Devon Witherspoon. Yeah, um, I no secret love that guy. Mm-hmm. Loved him in the draft, um, but again, to me, what makes him you know a, a true difference, a true impact player this year, is just going to be what he's going to be able, how he's going to be able to change that defense uh, for a coach who loves his defense. <laughs> you know, so. Um, We've got they got Tariq Woolen, who's obviously amazing, uh, incredible safeties. Um, but now they finally have that that extra that other cornerback on the other side, who is, in my opinion, going to be a shutdown corner. I mean, I, I see him being the best corner in the draft, uh, potentially shutting people down by as early as like week four. Um, and if that happens, what the safeties can concentrate on and the linebackers not having to worry about two legit cover corners back there. It's going to change what they're able to do with defense, and I think they're going to be they're going to be a really scary defense this year on a team that already has a really great offense. So, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be a big difference maker, and I think he was a Steelers pick. Yeah, no, I, I, I 
I looked at him and thought about that, but I was like, well, they got Tariq Woolen. They they didn't mm-hmm. really help their pass rush too much. They brought back Bobby Wagner. But, yeah, they're basically yeah. redoing the Legion of Boom with Tariq Woolen, Devin Witherspoon. Jamal Adams will yeah. be the kind of, um, oh, what's his name, Cam Chancellor, the thumper. Yes. And Quadre Diggs yep. will be more of the um, Earl Thomas, although he's, he's not to the level of Earl Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but, sure. No, that's but a good one. Still really solid. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Um, my this one's all right. Stay with me on this one, but <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have put them earlier. But it's Marvin Mims. So Tim Patrick oh. just got his Achilles injured after coming off an ACL. So I think his career is done. And then KJ right. Hamler is now injured, or they traded him. Did they trade him? Was he injured? I can't remember. They already KJ Hamler. No, KJ Hamler was released. Released, that's right, yeah. And so they got Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutlin, both of who were on the trade block from the Broncos um, Mm -hmm. last year. And now that Sean Payton's taken over, the only receiver he's drafted for this team, the only offensive player, really, starter, is Marvin Mims, who I loved in Oklahoma. He's also an underneath guy. And one of the things we saw from Russell Wilson is he was was struggling getting the ball further down the field. And so if you've got that underneath guy who can – create space, and then get that yak, that extra yardage after the catch, that can be huge. And so I think Marvin Mims is going to come out and play really well. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, but yeah, that's one I hadn't considered, but yeah, I very much like that. I think I went all but one defense. I went offense on all of them, but one defensive guy. And, and I'll go further to say that I don't think KJ Hamler was ever any good. No. So yeah, I think this is a huge upgrade. Yeah. You know, already to their receiver, but uh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He's gonna he's gonna get a lot of opportunity with Tim Patrick out. Yeah. All right. And uh, who's your who's your next one? My last is Broderick Jones. Okay. I just think that uh, we we discussed this a little bit just when we talked about teams that have improved, but the Steelers, my God. Um, Roger Jones obviously won't have any kind of sexy stats anyone's going to know about. It's one of those positions we always talk about that the less you hear their name, the better they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but but I mean, he can truly make a huge difference on that offense, giving Kenny Pickett a little bit of extra time to throw the ball. Um, obviously, having a really good guard next to him as well, that could become a true wall on the left side and open up for the run. He can play the run really well too. So. Uh, yeah, I think I think Broderick Jones could be that missing piece that you and I have been screaming for mm-hmm. uh, for this team to to really crank it up to the next level. Yeah, no, I like that one. Um, my honorable mention is Sam Laporta. I know you don't like him as much, but I think he's going okay, to, sorry. especially with Jamison Williams not being able to play for the first six games. I think Laporta is going to go off. I think he's going to be really good. I'm really surprised to hear you say that, only because you're you more than. Uh, you used to always yell at me about tight. Do I not know. ever expect anything from a tight end year one. I know uh, they always suck the first year. Yeah, so I, I'm very surprised to hear you say that. Uh, I know I, I usually I never go that. tight ends on that, but I feel like he's going to be really. He came out of Iowa, which is tight end you, and I think he's going to do really well. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind too, like they never use tight ends. Like they just traded away T.J. Hawkinson. Um, uh, well, so they, they did. They, well, used them, they used them to be blockers. Usually. Well, Hawkinson was about to uh, get a big contract or need an extension, and I don't think they were going to. Not think, yet. Yeah, yeah, he, he would have. He still has another year on the rookie contract. But he was going to need an extension uh, after, after like, 
from this, this year, year because he's been extended with the Vikings. So he was going to need an extension, and it was going to okay. be hefty, and I don't think they wanted to pay it. And I think they felt like there was a lot of good tight ends coming out in the following draft, which they were right about. And they got Laporta, who I think a lot of people were sleeping on. So, so. All right. Um, all right, next is top five gyms grabbed in free agency. Um, I like some. Yeah, I like Now, to areas. preface, yeah. I, I'm looking at gyms as guys that are, like, you know, not in the top 50 free agents. Oh, you then know, my yeah. list is you know very I mean? different than yours. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because it's not a gym if it's an obvious diamond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gyms are, you know. Diamonds are gyms. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what? Yeah, screw me on that. Uh, <laughs> but, but no, we always call gyms like a gym is a guy that's, you know, that's plucked out of somewhat obscurity that was like, you know, maybe not used right, like a Malik Collins. Mm-hmm. Wasn't used right on the team he was on, and they believe by, by putting him on this team and this system, uh, they're going to excel and suddenly be a starter kind of out of, again, out of obscurity. So, um, so yeah, I don't. I don't think, you know, if, if they're in the top 53 agent list, I don't really think that's a gym. That's an obvious, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't a gym. Wait till <laughs> I tell you about this little known guy that the Falcons got called Jesse Bates. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I will say my first one is probably, he may not be a household name, but for the in the NFL, it's probably pushing the limits as well because I had Bobby Okariki. Uh, to the Giants, okay. it was like a sneaky steal. Like he's, it wasn't a big sexy signing yet. People weren't losing their minds that he went there. But Ogariki's been like a legit stud linebacker for a long time. He's not that well known, but um, you know, outside of you know, because of, he's not in fantasy football, <laughs> right? So, uh, but he's he's a legit player. He's going to make that Giants defense that's already good uh, just that much better. Like I think he's a. He's a real, I and mean, he's like a top five player on their defense already. Yeah. So oh, I, I really like that signing. Thought it was sneaky good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. That. All right. I think I get the game. Well, it, this one might be too big of a name, but I like the Isaac Suamilo Suamalo no, pick for the yeah. for the Steelers. I I, I am a, I very much think that you other than quarterback, you start from the trenches and work your way out. And for the Steelers, who kind of had a lot of stuff except for the trenches. I love that pick for him. I think they they bolstered that and then were able to add a tackle in the draft. And now that left side is dominant. Yeah, it went from worst to first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, not not literally, but like it went from bottom five left tackle left guard combo in the NFL to top ten right off the bat. I mean, that's that's a really scary combo. So yeah. yeah, I agree with you. That was a that was a good sneaky signing, and it was a sneaky signing. I mean, again, he's not a big name that people know. Um, he didn't get a lot of celebration during uh, free agency signing period uh, for it, but it's going to be a game changer for them. So yeah, I, I like it. Okay, all right. Um, what my, you got next? Yeah, my yeah my next was Agro uh, Uh He was the edge from the Texans last mm-hmm. year that went to the Browns, and I hate that he went there, but I think he's going to be an excellent pass rusher for the Browns. He was. He was already uh, becoming that for the Texans at the end of the year. He just wanted too much money, um, and and you know we had we knew we were going to draft Will Anderson. So um, yeah, he was by the end of the season he had really started picking up this new offense. I'm sorry, new defense and the new system, and he was really taking off. 
Um, so I think he was on this huge upward trajectory, and the Browns got a steal by buying low. So, yeah, I think he's going to be he's going to be a, a big problem for the Browns uh, this year. Okay, I kind of so my next one is a similar one to an edge rusher that not a lot of people know about, but I think is solid, solid production, and it just keeps keeps getting better and is still fairly young. And that's Samson Abukum, who went to the um, the yeah. Colts. And on the other side, he'll be lining up next to DeForest Buckner on the other side of Quiddy Pay. That's a lot of pressure coming at you. That is. That, that's a ton of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Quiddy Pay, I forgot about you. Did he get injured for a little bit? I feel like yeah. He did. He, I think he yeah. had an Achilles or something when he first came out. Oh, God. Or I think it was like going into the draft. I can't remember what it was. It was something. Okay. Maybe it was, an, I don't remember exactly. But, yeah, he came out from Michigan and was uh, started a little slow but got really good. Okay. Well, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a good fit. All right. Great. What's your next one? All right, mine. Uh, this one is a little bit of a homer, <laughs> but uh, Devin Singletary really mm-hmm. sold me upon doing the research because I will be the first to admit that I was never excited about this guy as a as a bill, <laughs> you know. And and that's coming from, admittedly, a fantasy football perspective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't watch a lot of running back play by the Bills. Um, but Devin Singletary, as I started looking into how he was used and how he played, he is insanely productive per touch. Um, and, and he can obviously catch really well out of the backfield. And he's just a really great complementary piece to Damian Pierce, who was an absolute animal last year, but he got hurt because he's an absolute animal. <laughs> and he's going to get a lot of touches, and he needs to be able to share that workload. So... Devin Singletary, we signed him on a couple-year deal cheap. I mean cheap. And so I think that ends up being a really big steal that ends up being a big piece of the offense going forward. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's a great rotation um, behind Damian Pierce on that. They really didn't have any depth last year, so I think that helps out a ton. I'm with you on that one. Um, My next one is another offensive lineman, Nate Davis from Tennessee, the guard that went to the Bears. Another team that needed help on the offensive line, and they really didn't have anybody. And I don't think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but he's 26, and the production you've gotten from him in the five years, I think he keeps getting better, and I think he'll work well. He's going to be next to Darnell Wright, so good luck with getting past that. And then Tevin Jenkins and Braxton Jones on the other side. This is a legit offensive line. Cody White here in the middle is just a tried and true center. Like he's not great, he's not bad. He's just he's just a savvy vet. And so I like that offensive line a lot. I think that's going to help really solidify things there. Yeah, I I like that as well. That's that's a good one. All right. Yeah. So my my last is uh, Foster Moreau, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who I know I know he's not. uh, He's not going to win you in fantasy football leagues, um, but he's a he's a tough, uh, solid tight end that's versatile. Um, again, not top ten in the NFL by any means or anything like that, but he was brought in at like a million bucks. You know, he was for a for a you know a, again for a sandwich, and uh, he's played many years with Derek Carr. So to be able to give Derek Carr a weapon that he knows and is familiar with as a safety blanket to come into the Saints, I think, was a really smart move by them. Because, um, again, it, it barely cost him anything. It's a proven vet. Uh, he's gotten a lot of playing time because Waller kept getting hurt. Um, 
so yeah, I think that's I think he's like just a really sneaky piece, and they really needed a tight end. So uh, I don't know if he's you know an enormous part of their offense, but I think he's going to be one of those guys that's getting you know four catches for fifty yards every game, which is a really steady piece and important piece. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. Um, the next one, I don't know if this is too if this is too much of a big name, but the Brandon Cooks. To the Cowboys yeah, yeah. is going to be yeah. lethal. Um, CD yes, Lamb is. is already good. Michael Gallup has shown flashes, and they drafted Jalen Tolbert last year. But having CD Lamb and Brandon Cooks on it, like that's that's a lot of speed on the outside. It really is. It's I, I love. I've always loved the ability of Brandon Cooks to just get open. That's mm-hmm. it. I mean, he just, he gets open by himself. You don't have to scheme him open. He's going to get open on his own. And that's something that Dak needs in a receiver, I believe. Um, you know, to again, to be across from CD Lamb ever since they lost uh, Amari Cooper. So I think that uh, I think it Cooks is going to have a really big year. And, you know, maybe not, again, not top 10 receiver year, but he's going to be enough of a problem that they're going to have to account for him, and it's going to allow CD Lamb to not be double comfort all game. So, yeah, I think... Overall, he ends up being a big impact player for really not a ton of money. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I like that one. You've been you've been singing the praises of Brandon Cooks for a long time, and it it took me longer to get on the bandwagon. But he <laughs> to is, see it? Yeah. yeah, he is absolutely just crazy talented. And uh, dude, there's there's nothing like a receiver that just gets open. Yeah. <laughs> consistently, he's consistently open. That's just so rare in the NFL these days for you to not have to rely on an Andy Reid to scheme you open. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I love about that guy. All right. Um, now comes some nitty-gritty, which is, I'm, I'm interested to see how this goes, but which teams Ooh, made the playoffs last year and won't make it this year, and then who will take their place? So I'm very All interested right. to see uh, what you say about this one. Um, go ahead and kick it off for me. Yeah, so the first pro- team I have that's not making the playoffs that did last year, Dolphins. Uh, I don't think the Dolphins are necessarily taking a step, a huge step backwards. I think they had some good uh, additions this offseason, but the division just got so much better uh, that I don't see how they're going to make uh, uh, make the playoffs when they've got the Bills and the Jets in front of them. Yeah, um, I think both of those teams end up making the playoffs. One obviously is the division winner, and then the other is a wild card. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't see any chance that the the Dolphins are able to displace either of those minus some huge injury. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I also have the Dolphins not making the playoffs this year. Um, there, there's just, yeah, there's a lot of injuries going on. They have Jalen Ramsey. Apparently Tyreek Hill is struggling in, uh, in yeah. camp, which is, it's early. But, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Dolphins, that's a tough, tough, tough division this year, and I think they're going to take a step back too. Do you think, who do you yeah, think absolutely. takes their place instead? Is there, are we doing... Yeah, they, well, the Jets. The Jets. The Jets. I, that's, the I have the exact same thing. I have the Jets taking their spot. Yep. Absolutely. Jets, Jets are going to jump in there, in there for them. Yeah, oh. absolutely. All right. Uh, this My first one is, um, it's a little spicy, but um, I think it's going to be the Bengals, and I think the Steelers are going to take their place. Wow. So you don't even think the Bengals are a wild card? Uh, I don't. Uh, Joe Burrow oh, wow. already having the calf okay. issue on that same leg. Yeah. And we kind of talked about this earlier. When you have bad knee injuries, joint injuries, mm-hmm. it messes up all that stuff. 
and all the muscles yeah. and everything around there, and, and you kind of struggle trying to come back from that. And having a calf strain so bad that it's going to keep you out. They they think he'll be ready week one, but I think he's going to struggle. And I think the Bengals will be good, but I think that AFC North, I think the wild card will probably be coming coming out of there. And I think it's going to be the Ravens and the Steelers will be the two teams that come out of there if it's if the wild card comes out of the North. So they're one week out from when they were supposedly going to be dropping uh, an NFL record-setting contract for Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. So do you think they try to wait a full year until the end of the offseason? No, I think I still th- you have to you still have to give him the so uh, it's the same same leg and he does like re-injure. Uh aren't you scared of that huge investment? I mean, I am, but what are your options? Do you have a a generational talent quarterback? That, and the first one you've had yeah. since Carson Palmer and you've seen how bad that went for them. And they're a good team. They went to the Super Bowl. You have to be able to just trust that he can get there. I mean, you don't, you they don't have the leverage to say, "Nah, we're not going to pay you." Yeah, but I guess the record-breaking, guaranteed contract portion is what scares me. You're going to give them fifty-five million a year, guaranteed, fully. Are you going to make some of that conditional yeah, on being I mean, able to play? Maybe he goes. <laughs> maybe he goes the route of Mahomes, where he's like, "Give me a long one." But a cheaper one, so that I can keep boys like you know my my boys like Jamar Chase and T Higgins, and keep the talent yeah. around me, because you've seen how far how hard he fought for Jamar Chase, and you don't want to lose either of those guys, and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to cut money somewhere to be able to make that up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wish. I mean, I I have no idea how it's gonna go. Um, I don't blame him if he does take the bag or if he extends it. I it's you, you have so long in the NFL, and I don't as we're seeing with the running back situation now so i don't have a problem with it with either way that he would go about that uh all right andy who do you got for your next team that won't make the playoffs this year that won't make the playoffs won't make the playoffs be, and it's yeah, taking their it's gonna spot. be the bucks yeah it's right. gonna be the bucks yep. they're they're all kinds of bad they're they're next level bad they're not even trying to hide it so yeah i don't see how they're gonna play well this year at all i don't see them winning more than like four games to be totally honest with you uh, I think it's that bad of a collapse. Yeah. Um, and to take their place, uh, I it's hate a, to say... It's kind of a take your pick out of the other three, really. It is. I I, I think it's going to be the Saints for now until I can see a little bit more out of Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility for it to be the Falcons. But for right now, I just think the Saints are really good. And Derek Carr's a big enough addition at quarterback for them to... The rest of that team was already was already deadly. So, yeah, I, I think right now I'm just gonna have the Saints. Okay, yeah, I, I'm. So I'm with you as well. The Bucks. I think everyone's gonna put the Bucks on that one. Uh, I have the Falcons. Uh, I like the Falcons. I I I think even if Desmond Ritter is just like above average, I think they have enough talent, and I like their coach that I think they can win that division, which is kind of in shambles right now. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Who do you have next? Who's not making it? Uh, next, I have. So the Vikings made it last year. This was a this was kind of a tough one because I actually like the Vikings. I just I, I hate that they didn't really beef up the defense as much as I would have hoped. Um, I like the Jordan Addison addition, but man, I I just don't know if they're. This is a this is going to be a tough NFC North, and I have the Lions uh, end up winning that division. 
That is surprising. <laughs> yeah, I know you, you're you're uh, not near as high on the lines as I am, but I think they're no, going to no, be able no. to do some I, stuff. No, actually, I am. I, mm-hmm. I I actually do really like the Lions. Um, I'm just surprised that you think that the Vikings won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, just be, you know that, that they'll get worse. Uh, I I don't know. I feel like they're a really good team, and I think that uh, the Jordan Addison mm-hmm. uh, that he's potentially an upgrade to Adam Thielen. Oh, I think he definitely uh, is. Adam, yeah, Adam Thielen's kind of on his way out. Mm-hmm. Um, and their defense, I think it kind of depends on if they keep Daniel Hunter, which I think they did. I mean, they gave him a – he was up a contract extension mm-hmm. for – well, not not extension, a one-year $20 million deal for this year. So he's happy with this year's pay, but they could potentially still trade him. So if that happens, then I'm worried. Uh, but if they're able to keep him, yeah, I think they're – they're hard to beat, man. After watching quarterbacks, I am very impressed with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I feel like I was wrong about a lot of things. Uh, yeah, I think so that I was that. a lot of people felt that way. I mean, they, I like that they added Marcus Davenport, but he's just so inconsistent yeah, and has injury issues. I just don't know if I can trust him. Um, yeah, it's a big, it's a big if. Right? Yeah, and they they were in yeah. such they were they won so many one score like close one score games. I don't know. If things fall in their favor as much this year as they did last year, they didn't. That offensive line is not better in any way that I can see. And you saw how Kirk Cousins was just getting tenderized back there. And I don't know if he can take that. I mean, there's a there's a limit. Um, no Dalvin Cook. I don't think Alex, Alexander Madison's a good running back. He's an okay backup. I think Keeney Ngwagu might actually be the one that steps up in that in that backfield. But Madison's had the opportunity to step up because Dalvin Cook's been injured. And he's been very hit or miss, like in some big misses. So I just, I their running game has gotten worse. Their passing game has gotten better. That offensive line is still bad. The defense is, that offense is going to have to carry them because that defense is just not going to be able to stop a lot of people. Yeah, I think I agree with you on the running back. You know, I, I actually forgot <laughs> that uh, that we don't have, that they don't have a running back right now. Um, I did see so an interesting news article we're going to talk about tomorrow is that camp news from the jets camp after his his uh interviews yesterday and the day before um visiting the, the team were that he actually wasn't isn't looking for a contract they don't they doubt his sincerity they think he's trying to use them to leverage a little bit more to come back to the vikings so if that's true um that's big for the Vikings because they need him. You're yeah. right. I don't. I, I don't think Madison's the guy either. Now they might be able to grab a Zeke or someone who's really not that huge a uh, disappointment <laughs> uh, to be a you know a one-two punch. Um, but I do think that Ed Ingram could get better. Um, and and I really like Christian Darrisaw. I know he was hurt for some of the last year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Christian Darrisaw is awesome. Yeah, he's he's a great yeah. left tackle. Yeah. So I I think they have potential to find some help there. Um, but yeah, I am also surprised that they didn't do a little bit more about that interior, that defense of uh, that offensive line. Uh, Garrett Bradbury is terrible. He is. <laughs> I, I don't know what uh, they, they need to. He was center. supposed to be a um, can't miss. Like a lot of people had him as being like a um, what's it called, John Michael Schmitz kind of player. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. like he was talked up that big, and he is just he's a little undersized, I think, and. Um, I don't know, he's a yeah. decent size, but no, he's just not played well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I guess I'm with you. I need to see, I need to see some more out of 
out of them to, to believe in them there. So, yeah. yeah, not a bad pick by uh, you. And I don't know that it's necessarily going to be Lions. I just don't think it'll be the Vikings. I could see the Bears maybe stepping up, too. I just don't know. I, I don't have a ton of trust in Justin Fields' arm yet until I can see it. I've, I know he can run, um, but now he's got no excuses and he needs to show up. So we'll see what happens there. Who is your next one? So my next one is uh, it's going to be the Cowboys. Delicious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they fall. I think they fall from grace a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, that the Eagles are just too good, so they're obviously going to be they're going to win the division. Um, but I think the Giants are steadily rising and getting better and better and better. So it's going to be it's going to come down a lot to if one of them ends up making it to to. Uh, uh, being a wild card, but I think the Giants have the edge over the Cowboys this year. Yeah, um, I really like what they've done as a team and how they're growing, and I think this is the next step in the evolution now that they've had a full year with Daniel Jones, with their quarterback guru, to have you know one more, uh, Brian Dayball, to have one more year with them and be able to finally install the offense he wants. So, yeah, I'm excited to see how that looks. And all right, you ready? You ready for who's going to replace him? All you right. Ready? Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna poop yourself. Okay. Uh, the, the Texans. Oh, uh, no. I don't believe that for a second. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't. I Wait, the Cowboys. How are the, how are the Texans going to replace the Cowboys? They're in a different Well, league. because, the, yeah, so I, replace them is a bad, a bad word for it. Uh, I had them as a wild card, so for us it would be a wild card. But, honestly, it might even be that, that it's the division because I feel like the Jags are, like, an injury away from – from it being anybody's game <laughs> in the in the division, the, the division is so bad. The Titans I think the Jags are, are bad. Good. The Colts are bad. The Texans look like they could be a lot better than people think. Um, but the Jags, to me, the Jags are just good. You think they're great? I think they're just good. But uh, if if there's a slightest, I mean, they beat the they beat Trevor the Chargers Lawrence, and gave the Chiefs a run for their money. Well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, uh, I did see. Yeah, I saw we'll them do see. it last year. <laughs> and and now they've got Calvin Ridley, and I and I yeah. like that they added Tank Bigsby. No, I I think the Jags are going to win that division. But you can't say the, you can't say the Texans are going to replace the okay, Cowboys. That's not Giants. how that works. Then I'll, then I'll say Giants. I'm just All I'm right. just picking another AFC team that's going to be in there that isn't in there this year. But yeah, I'll, if, if we're going to do that, I'll put Giants. Okay. Um, let's see. We did Bengals. I think we did all mine because I was in agreement with Dolphins, Jets. Um, I was in agreement with Bucks, but I said Falcons as opposed to Saints. And although it, I, Saints, I could see that too. Um, I have Vikings, Lions, and then Bengals, Steelers is my is my big one. So yeah, those okay. are all mine that Bengals, I think. Steelers. Yeah. So my last one was the Ravens uh, okay. not making it, and the Browns taking their spot. Um, we don't have to go crazy into that, but. Um, I like that the Ravens are changing their offense now that they've got Greg Roman out of there. Mm-hmm. They're going to start passing the ball more. Uh, Odell Beckham's looking pretty good for them. They've got some other diamond-in-the-rough type receivers that might be able to step up. Um, but I've never, we've never seen Lamar Jackson in this offense yet, so it's hard for me to put him in the playoffs mm-hmm. with this whole new offensive scheme if I've never actually seen him play it. Um, maybe, maybe he is an amazing passing quarterback, but he's never shown it. So, uh, again, that doesn't mean he's not, because <laughs> he wasn't asked to. But, uh, yeah, I, I can imagine his passing game being a little bit rusty. So, um, 
the Browns. You've never thought of him as a big as a good thrower, though. Like you've never believed in his throwing ability. I haven't thought he was an amazing. Yeah, you know, I don't think he's an amazing. Yeah, well, I don't know about amazing, but yeah, I think he's got. Yeah, ability. I, I definitely don't think he's good enough of a thrower of the football to win that division. I think he needs to still use his legs quite a bit if they're going to do that. Um, the Browns really comes down to, of course, Deshaun Watson. Can, if he can return to form, like I. I it's got to. You got to be a horrible coach to not be able to bring Deshaun Watson back to form with that offense. <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like how do you how do you not win? Yeah. Like they have, there's there's barely a spot on their roster that isn't elite. You they know have what I mean? Four not just good, really but good like wide receivers. Elite. Yeah, and really good linemen, and really good tight ends, mm-hmm. and really great pass rushers, and, and really back. great defensive yeah. tackles. And corners and safeties and linebackers mm-hmm. like they're they are insane on paper. <laughs> now it just takes a good coach to put that those players and get them moving. And obviously, we knew who Watson was going to be rough last year. Like, yeah, that's not a huge surprise. But he's got he's got plenty of time to get that over. There's a lot of new players, a lot of new new stories this off season where he's been able to concentrate and actually practice with the team, um, practice as the starter. So I think I think the Browns end up taking the. I think they might win the division. Okay. Yeah, they're my least out of the four to win the division. I think I like okay. I think I like Steelers, Ravens, Bengals, Browns in that order. Wow, Steelers at the top. I do. I wow. like the Steelers a lot. Okay. I, I think I think okay. Kenny Pickett and Greg uh, George Pickens are going to have huge uh, leaps this year. That is Kenny Pickett to you, sir. Uh, but all right. Uh, yeah, no. I What's your order for the AFC North? I mean, you know, it's just such a crapshoot with Deshaun. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, I I would say if I had to put money today, um, I'd say Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Uh, but okay. You know, if Deshaun Watson ends up showing that that he's back to form, then it suddenly goes, you know, Browns get spunked at the top. Okay. So uh, yeah, so that's just it's just a huge if, and I get it. I'm with you as far as like you kind of gotta like I, I just can't believe it until I finally see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they've just been bad so long. It's like you've had so every year there's a new excuse. So on paper, yeah, they've got an all Madden team. It's just until we see it, like it's hard to believe. Yeah, I have to agree. All right, um, that is everything we have for today. We will be back tomorrow with the uh, news. Uh, just kind of around the league and then possibly if you're interested in movies and TV we might have Potty Pod Cinema uh, coming out this week as well so stay tuned for that until next time and especially during training camp may the ACLs (laughs) be with you and also with you